Conversations, where real sisters sharing real stories within our community. My name is Muriel Basanti. I'm a first-generation Haitian-American born in Brooklyn, New York. My profession is in healthcare management. I'm also public relations chairperson with the Greater Haitian-American Chamber of Commerce. I have a Facebook and an IG page called 50 is the New 30. And it's not just for 50-year-olds, it's for everyone on their journey there and beyond. I'm co-owner of an online Haitian-American apparel and accessories line with my sister. The name is Zofinity. I am also have my nursing degree. I'm a cosmetologist and a model. I'm also a best-selling author, and the name of the book is Broken Chains. That is a true life story with women overcoming adversity and living on purpose. I have three beautiful children, and I'm your host. My motto is, you can attract the energy that you give off. Hello, everyone. My name is Ruby Mabry. I am first-generation Haitian-American, and I'm proud of it. I was born in Brooklyn, New York, and I'm the third of four children. Now, personally, to me, I think that I was my parents' favorite because <laughs> I was the least problematic. Would you agree? <laughs> Also, I am president and CEO of two mental health facilities. I am a mental health advocate. I love to be the voice for the voiceless. I am co-owner of Affinity, Haitian American Apparel and Accessories. I am also a host of Candid Conversations. And I just love giving back in the community, and I love to participate in any activities that give back and build up our community. My motto is mindset could be the difference between winning and losing. And I am just so excited to be here with you all. And I, will, I hope that we can share hope, love, and light today on our show. Our guest tonight is C.C. Tennille. <laughs> Hello, thank you for having me. Of course. I'm going to read a little bit of her bio. Mm -hmm. Critics and fans have called her a musical force to be reckoned with, and her achievements in the industry over the past decade are certainly a testament to that view. A country girl from Osteen, Florida, hey. blessed with a powerful voice that she inherited from her mother, yep. a voice that is filled with soul. She began as a cover artist, 
and is now planning to captivate the globe by performing her own music, original music that aligns with blues, soul, and funk soundtracks. Yes. She has traveled around the world with her talent, gracing the stage before Buddy Guy, Joe Cocker, Johnny Lang, and the legendary B.B. King, just to name a few. Her voice always keeps us at the edge of our seat. She bears her soul on the stage. I would like to introduce our very own queen of blues, soul, and funk, Cece Tennille. Hello, hello. Thank you all so much for having me. I really, really count it as an honor that I'm your first guest. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. We, well, before I even say anything, I just want to say you look absolutely beautiful. Thank you yes, very she much. Does. Thank you very much. <laughs> we are just so excited to have you here. It's really my pleasure. My really my pleasure. I've been watching you since the very beginning. And just to dive right in, tell us a little bit about CC Tamil. Tell us, give us a little background. Well, I, I started, um, <clears throat> like, like Muriel said, I'm a um, country girl at heart. Mm -hmm. I'm born in a little town outside of Orlando called Osteen, Florida. Um, my grandparents raised me. I know that's a lot of people's story. Um, and I actually didn't want anything to do with music because my mom was a singer. Yeah, it's amazing, right? My mom was a singer and um, she traveled all over the world. And I, I think, you know, I experienced some abandonment there because mm -hmm. that's what she did. And that forced me to not want to do anything with music. I wanted the American dream, right. be somebody's wife, yes. white picket fence, children, <laughs> dog, that's it, okay? But um, apparently God had a different plan because um, when I was 21 years old, a friend of mine said, I said, what do you want for your birthday? And she said, I just want you to sing in this talent show. And they gave me a microphone, and the rest is literally history. Wow. <laughs> and that was in 2002, so that was, it was literally history. So, um, so that's really who I am. I mean, I've done a lot of things. I've performed at many different venues. I've traveled 36 countries. Wow. I've you know, entertained people who couldn't even speak English all walks of life. Um, and I really hang on to the, 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 my motto right. is that music heals all, mm. right? And so it's my responsibility whenever I take the stage to make sure that I decrease and I allow whatever needs to come out of me to give the people that are there to see me what they need. Right. You know, you don't know if this is somebody's, you don't know if somebody, I don't ever know if somebody spent their last $20 to get there right. because they just needed to get to music. They needed yes. to get to what they perceived as healing. Exactly. I don't know if somebody has lost a loved one. I don't know if somebody just got married. I don't know what my, the audience is going through, but it's my job to give them what they need. What yes. I want them to leave different. So that's kind of what keeps me going is because I feel like it is a, a, a life changer yes. what we do. Yes, very good. Listen, when I read your story on Facebook that you shared, it impacted me so bad, I literally teared up because I said, oh my gosh, somebody else is going through the same thing that I'm going through. And it, I just can, I can relate. Yeah. And so what made you decide to share that story, you know, being so, such a prominent figure here in the community? Yeah, well, what I, I really think that um, a lot of times we are not transparent enough mm. 
we want to have this perfect image. We want to maintain what we think society expects from us. Exactly. And I, for one, just saw a lot of people around me hurting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, maybe I can help them with some of this healing mm -hmm. if I just tell them yes. what I have been through right. and what I did to overcome it. So that's what was really the driving force. It had nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. A lot of people come forth or are more transparent because it's healing for them. Right. Well, when I came forward, I had already experienced my healing. Mm -hmm. Can you okay. tell the viewers what it is that you were battling? Well, I, I, I had a, a, a bout with depression. Um, I, being in the entertainment industry, it's oftentimes that the people that are in the spotlight, mm -hmm. they lose themselves. Yes. They lose the human element because everyone expects you to be invincible. Right. They, don't, they don't think you get tired. They don't think you're allowed to be hoarse. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't think you don't feel like singing one day. And then sometimes when you do, society will beat you up because yes, they're like, oh, right. you have this gift. You don't want to use it or you're right. taking it for granted. And that's not, and that's not that. That's not the case. I'm just a human. Right. Right. right, and I'm not superwoman, right. nor superman. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so, so I, I really, you know, battled who I was versus who CC Tenille was, yes. and people can tell you all day long that they there's no difference between the two but you're definitely a different person when yes. you're on stage versus when you're off stage yeah yes. because you have to be able to channel one thing I tell people all the time about the stage is that when I take the stage all right because I'm such a transparent so so, so vulnerable mm -hmm. if you will when I take the stage you know generally it's 300 plus people right. in the room right and so imagine all of those 300 people pulling from one. Yes. Right. All of their energy. Negative, positive, positive. good, right. bad, right. happy, sad. Yes. Okay? They're all pulling from one person. Right. And so when I would finish, I would be depleted. Mm. But then when I got home, yes. I didn't have anybody to build me up. Yes. You know, instead, I felt like I was being torn down. So the only time I felt like I was doing anything that was worthwhile mm -hmm. was when I was on stage. Yes. Okay. So sometimes doctors would feel the same way. They only feel like they're doing what they're, you know, what they need to do when they're saving lives. Right. Or, you know, teachers only when they're in the classroom mm -hmm. because you don't have that thing that's, you know, building you up or you are unable to build yourself, yourself up. Right. Um, and so I found that when I actually lost my job at D.B. King's mm -hmm. when I was doing that or when I stopped singing so much, I didn't have anything to hang my hat on. Right. I didn't have anything to tell me I had a purpose. Exactly. Mm -hmm. okay. So mm -hmm. that's when the darkness came in. You know what I mean? Yes. It made me feel like I literally, you know, felt like I was going on this ship because I needed to get away. And I felt like God had put me in that place mm -hmm. to get away so yes. that I could find myself. But when you're alone... That's when the enemy preys on exactly. your mind. And um, literally, there were days when I was like, you know what? I could just walk off this ship. Yes. Nobody yes. would know. Yes. Nobody would know. Right. Oh, I'm glad to. I'm glad to. But my grandma always taught me, like, there's a still little voice mm -hmm. that will tap you on your shoulder and say, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. you're not done no. yet. Mm -hmm. You're not done yet. And so I'm just so thankful to be able to be here and tell the story yes. and let people know that they have, that there's hope, that there's, there is gold at the end of the rainbow. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Right. There's it all of those like things. It. It, it may not seem like it, and it won't seem like it a lot of times. But, you know, one thing that was very prominent for me was therapy. Mm -hmm. 
was therapy and speaking my truth yes you know to those that wronged me right exactly. um and and so that's how i was you know how i was able to really overcome and um get to a place of solace you know we are talking, if you have not recognized, about mental health. And this is a topic that we definitely have to talk about in our community because it's taboo. And we're trying to raise awareness. We're trying to end the silence. We're trying to end the stigma. That's what we're trying to do here. And for Cece to be so transparent and share her story, we really appreciate it. And I, I want you to tap into the anxiety Oh my gosh. So one of the things that, that, I, that I have learned about anxiety just through experience is that people generally just think, she crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's something wrong with her. Mm -hmm. She's crazy. But anxiety will manifest itself yes. in all different forms. Yes. It's not just, oh my God, oh my God. What's that? It's not just that. It will manifest itself in anger. Yes. yes. It'll manifest itself in lashing out at people. Mm -hmm. It manifests itself in all kinds of different ways, depending on the person. And one of the things with, about my anxiety is that I could not shake it alone. Mm. I couldn't shake it alone. So I actually had to go on to an antidepressant yes. to yes. help. Right. So I was on an antidepressant for about three months. Mm. But what I found out is that depression causes a chemical imbalance. Okay, and anxiety is a symptom of depression. Right. Right. So people don't want to accept that anxiety and depression, they go hand yeah, in they hand. They do. Right. And so I was on an antidepressant, you know, as well as a supplement for rescue, mm. you know, so I, Lexapro yes. for the anxiety yeah. and Xanax for rescue. Yeah. And um, finally, you know, once I started to feel better, my doctor weaned me off, off of it. Yeah. But she said that I needed something okay. to help me bounce back. Mm. Okay. And a lot of times we want to we don't want to accept that we need a little something to help us right. bounce back, right, right. you know. In our community, we want to say, you better get you some Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Pray about you it. Know, pray yes. about it. You know, or just let it go. Or, you know, that. but you, sometimes you need you more need than more. that. Especially yes. when you think about our bodies and what they're going through, the types of foods that we're eating. It's not the same as it was back in the 60s. No, we're not, not the same people. It's no. not the same chemical makeup. No. So sometimes we need something to get us back on track. Yes. You know, and I was literally on that. I was on something for three months. Mm. And then she started to wean me off of it, which is not a long time. It just had to get my yeah. body to shift. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? And it also shifted my mindset because I knew that I didn't want to be on yes. medication for the right. rest of my exactly. life. I didn't want to have to because I've seen people that will start on one dosage mm -hmm. and then they'll increase. Yes. And then they'll increase. And I was determined not to increase. So I read my Bible. Yeah, I yeah. talked to people. I took my medicine. Mm -hmm. But I also started to eat right. I started to really purge, mm -hmm. you know, everything that was going on yes, yes. so awesome. then I was like okay you know what I don't need these pills no more right mm -hmm. you know yes. yeah but you know that it's there if you need it I, it was it. yes it, it, it was mm -hmm. but you know but I've, I've come past that point now yes. you know and I think that sharing and helping other people and seeing my friends come through it and seeing them actually not even just seeing them come through it seeing them acknowledge that is something 
Yes. And then seeing them on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's what really is rewarding mm -hmm. for me. And to see young ladies say, you know what, I think I might have an issue. Exactly. People being comfortable saying, yes. let me look into this yes. because I might have an issue. Yes. You know what I mean? So if my story was enough to make somebody just look twice at themselves and say, and look in the mirror and say, hmm, I'm a little off balance. Mm -hmm. Something's not right. right. If just enough to have them channel yes. and, or go and check to see if something's wrong, then my job has it's been done. done. Yeah. It's done. It's done. You reached a lot of people. I know yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I make myself available. I make myself available to have conversations because a lot of times I would feel like I was alone. Yes. You know? Yeah. And then I also was like, well, I don't want them to think that CC Tennille is crazy. You're right. <laughs> you know, so I can't talk to anybody. So I make myself available in a safe space. Mm -hmm. I post about it all the time. I, I know you guys probably <laughs> said, I'm like, yes. hey, if you need somebody to right. talk to, I am here. Yes. But people are so fearful. That's the problem. People are very afraid to talk about it. It's just Yes. Fear of judgment. Yeah. 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 I was just diagnosed uh, this the latter part of last year, November, with social anxiety disorder. So oh, wow. when I read that on Facebook, I said, "Oh my goodness!" Because I, I didn't know anyone who had this type of situation. Mm -hmm. So it was something they say 40 million people suffer with anxiety disorder. It's wow. quite a bit. Wow. Yeah. And there's so many different kinds. Like yours is, you know, yours is social. Yes. Mine is stress induced. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I really had to deal a lot with when I would take the stage. Right. People are like, are you nervous? Yes. <laughs> right. Every single time. Like time literally, literally about to pass out mm -hmm. every time I used to take the stage. Yes. 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 And my band would say, you, you got to calm down. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to calm down. So you didn't use any comfort objects? No. No. Okay. No, no, I didn't. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I don't, you know, I don't drink. I okay. Don't, you know, but um, but no, I just I, I I literally would have like a spaz out moment until I realized what it was, mm -hmm. and then I needed to figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah, because nobody's gonna work want to work with me. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong with her. Yeah, bad wrong with her. She's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So. So that's why it was important for you to talk about it. It was. It yeah. was, especially in the artistry community, mm -hmm. because. And in, for artists, but also especially for women. Yes. Because we are conditioned and we are groomed and we are raised by our mothers and grandmothers and great grandmothers and aunties and great aunts mm -hmm. to be everything. Yes. To everybody. All the time. And believe it or not, when we're not everything and when we don't have the capacity to be everything to everybody, <laughs> that causes us to be stressed. It's right? true. That's so weird. <laughs> you know? Yeah. When, how, how can you do everything? You know, and, it, and it's not like we're the same mothers and aunties and great aunties that we used to be. We're working moms. Yes. We are, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs and CEOs of exactly. major corporations, but also moms and wives mm -hmm. and, you know, aunties and daughters and sisters, exactly. you know. And so we don't, they didn't have the same plight that we have today in society. Yes. So you naturally are going to have a different coping mechanism, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so maybe they didn't get stressed out, but this life today is stressful. Stress, very stressful. Yes. <laughs> yes so that's stressful. why it's important to seek therapy. People need to talk more about it. 
Yes. Yes. And there's so many resources for therapy. We were talking about a few earlier mm -hmm. where you don't even have to, you know, because a lot of people don't want to go to therapy because they don't want to leave, leave their home. Yes. But now with the institution of technology, mm -hmm. you don't have to leave your home because you can video chat with your therapist. Right. You can chat with your therapist, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and it is reasonably priced, wherein Absolutely. therapy used to be so taboo. And I think a big part of that in the African-American community is because a lot of people that need therapy are on the poverty yes. line, yes. so they didn't feel like they couldn't afford, afford it. it. But I'm here to tell you, honey, these mm. jobs have EAP yes. that you can go get your sessions for free. It's true. You know, it is available now because mm -hmm. the nation has mm -hmm. bought into the idea. That's yes. Right. So that mental health that yes. is a problem here Absolutely. In, our, in our country. They just introduced it into the schools. They're going to introduce it, which I'm happy to oh, see that. that's I awesome. I think that would have helped a lot of people back in my day if they... <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> me. It would have helped me. Yes, definitely. So I'm happy about that. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's find out a little bit more. Let's see. What symptoms can you tell us regarding anxiety, regarding depression? So I think um, the major symptoms for anxiety, um, I'll start there. Yeah. The major symptom of anxiety for me was um, I was driving down the street one day and um, I had noticed that I, I wasn't right. Like something was wrong. Mm -hmm. Like everything was kind of setting me mm -hmm. off, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or making me like, like nervous or people have probably you've probably heard the term panic attack yeah and I was like I'm not having no panic attack whatever <laughs> okay and so literally and so you know in Orlando people pull out in front of you all the time all the time yes. it, I mean nobody they can't they just cannot drive no um, and I was driving to my office one morning and um, I was running a little bit behind and uh, somebody pulled off pulled out and cut me off and I literally just remember freezing in the middle of the road. Oh my gosh. And I couldn't move. Yes. And I knew at that point, yes. I mean, my heart was racing. I was sweating. Yes. I was, and I knew at that moment, I was just, all I could do was call Jesus at yes. that point because I didn't know if I was dying. Mm. I didn't know if someone had hit me and I just, it hadn't registered yet. Right. Like, I didn't know if I had hit the lady. I didn't froze. know any of that. I just froze in the middle of the street oh with gosh. rush hour traffic around oh, me. Goodness. Right? And so I was able to somehow pull myself off the road. Et presque chaque vacances, si au championnat qui nous-mêmes nous toujours prend sans nous, et nous toujours lancer qui si on rendez-vous chaque vacances tout le monde connaît. Et haïtien à l'étranger. Good for you. Good for you, because many people yes. don't do that. I drove myself straight to my doctor, and um, she literally told me. Um, surprisingly enough, she was. I have a. Um, uh, I have a Haitian doctor. Yes. And um, she said, I've been seeing you deteriorate, <laughs> but I couldn't say anything you? because you always came with your partner, and I didn't want to set her off. Um, but she said, you always came with her, but I wanted to tell you that I knew something was yeah. going on with you. And she immediately started treatment. Oh, wow. Yeah, immediately started treatment. Yes, yes, yes. So that was really the, the turning point for mm -hmm. me. So now when I feel anxious, I can feel it. Mm -hmm. Then I couldn't feel it coming on because I didn't recognize what it of was. Course. But now I know, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. something ain't right. Mm -hmm. Let me take a chill pill. Yes. Let me, you know, mm -hmm. you know, I can feel it. Mm -hmm. I can feel it when yes. it's coming. And then um, as far as depression, I'm a people person. Yeah. And I love, love, love people. 
and I'm also an artist and mm -hmm. I love my art. So when I f stopped wanting to sing, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, yes. something's going on. Yeah. And then when I stopped wanting to be around my friends and I started to isolate myself, something's wrong. Yes. Right. And I didn't, I didn't know then that something was wrong, but I started to feel lonely. Mm. And I'm like, well, why am I feeling lonely? I have a lot of friends. Yes. You know, but then once I started to come out of it, my friends started saying, well, we just wanted to leave you alone. And that is my challenge for everybody. If you see something going on with your friend, don't leave them alone. Even if you feel like they're pushing you away, they're pushing you away because they, the depression is saying, get, along, get by yourself because I'm getting ready to take you out. Exactly. Okay, so when you feel like they're isolating themselves or they're acting out of character or anything like that, if you know in your heart of hearts that that's not who that person is, then don't back away. Thank you. Yes. Very don't good. back away. Mm -hmm. Because when people back away, then. You're by yourself. You're alone. Yes. And anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yes. Yeah. Tell me. Yes. Very good. Very good. Thanks for that. What do you do to relax? What do you do for self-care? Yes. So I am a huge advocate of water. Okay. 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 You, if you ever see me post on social media or whatever, I am my best when I am by the water. Okay. Because I feel like to infinity, there's nothing between me and infinity. Yes. So there's, I can just look at the water and there's nothing that can interrupt it. You right. know what I mean? There's nothing that can, you know, and then it's just God, God's infinite, mm -hmm. you know, like yes. it's just like cleansing and I lay in the water and I just let my just hair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Very that is how too. I that is how I relax. And then if I can't get to the water, of course, any spa. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> yes. Right, you don't have to pay for the beach. Right. Yeah. So do you? Go ahead. Tell us what other projects the CC have. Oh, yay. So, um, so I am, I have for the longest time, you know, stayed in um, the blues, soul, funk kind of genre. Mm -hmm. And um, so as I turned 40, I decided, you know what, but I like all kinds of music. So I am now working on just a lot of different projects. Okay. So you're going to hear some hip-hop music come out maybe, some disco. Very good. You know, there's, I don't know what's going to happen. We just kind of do whatever we do when we go into the studio. Um, but I just, I really am in a, real, a space of freedom, okay. um, a, a, a space of um, peace mm -hmm. and um, vulnerability yes. and transparency. Yes but also one of just knowing who I am and not really trying to conform to what society That's would right. like me to be. Um, also not afraid of what society is going to think about me Absolutely. because I just, I mean, I think when I turn 40, I just don't care. I want people <laughs> to, you know, I want people to like what I do, uh -huh. but I'm not defined by whether uh -huh. they like it or not because I like it. Right. You That's know, it. and who's more important than me? Me. You. Very good. You know, yes. I have, you have to put yourself first. You have to. You know, and I'm not saying be arrogant or mm -hmm. narcissistic no. or, you know, selfish. Right. But you bit. have to sometimes put, take a moment to be, self, to be selfish. Right. You have so. to. I always say self-care is the best care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nobody's going to take care of you like, like you, you take can. care right. of you. Right. So. What you need. Yes, absolutely. 
So what would you tell somebody who's struggling with depression or anxiety? What would you tell them if they're wanting to seek help but they haven't? Who would you tell them to talk to? So what I would do is, is um, if, 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 if you're having a bout with what you think may be depression or anxiety, I would say accept it. Accept that there is something that is off about yourself and then seek out a mental health counselor. But in this day and age, you can go to your medical doctor. Yes. Right? right? And then they can refer you out. But the most important thing is to get the help. And don't be afraid of getting the help. If you can't take the step to call a doctor, tell your friend, something's wrong with me. Will you help me? Will you go with me? And if they're a true friend or a true, you know, ride or die for you, then they will help you. We just got to ask one person for help. What I want you to do now is a little different. Can you tell the audience something that not too many people know about you? Hmm. Good, bad, ugly, doesn't matter. Wow. Um, I think the one thing that people don't know about me is that I am... I give, I guess it's a, I don't know, it's a good thing and a bad thing, um, but I don't have the capability, I have a hard time saying no. Yes. Yes. Mm. And, um, you know, but then when I do get to the point of saying no, it's a hard no. It's a hard no. But we're yes. glad you said yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have a hard time saying no. Um, Sometimes and you have to, though. You do you have to. First. You yeah. can't do everything. You can't be everywhere. Well, the trick to that is you find you get people around you that will say no on your behalf. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so it's not coming out of your mouth. No, it's not. Yes, it's really hard for me to say no um, and, and not want to help everybody. Like, yes. I just want to help I know, everybody. I, I want to save everybody. I think there's something that I can do for everybody. So I, I found myself, you know, giving to every charity, giving to every, you know, this or yes. whatever. And finally, you know, my business manager was like, okay. Yeah, enough. <laughs> enough is enough. enough. Yes. All right. But, but that's, that's, that's probably the thing that people don't know about me. And I think it is my greatest, um, my greatest weakness. Yeah. And my greatest, you know, it's it's a good and a bad. I, I don't, I, I want to help everybody. Yeah. You need people like you, though. You need that. Yes. We're thankful for you, Miss Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Thank you. So we're getting close to that time. But before I do that, I wanted to give you a chance to have, if you had any dates or anything upcoming that you wanted to share? Well, really, um, I launched, I just launched a new website. It's www.cctenille.com. Um, and, you know, you can really, what I really would like for people to do is, you know, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, um, and also connect. I love to talk to people. I connect. I, I manage my own Facebook. So um, I love to talk to people. If there's songs you want to hear me sing or anything <laughs> like that, that's the main thing. I just want people to um, fall in love with music. And then through music, fall in love with yourself. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well so. said. Yes. Well, we want to thank everyone for joining us this evening. Please tune in next Tuesday. And we, where you're going to be with real sisters sharing real stories within our community. Now that's, that's candid, candid conversations. conversations. <laughs> we want to thank Miss Cece Tennille for joining us tonight. My pleasure, ladies. Thank, thank you, you guys. so much for sharing your, you know, being transparent and yes. just letting other people out there know that they are not alone mm -hmm. and mental illness is not a hashtag.
No. Because your story could actually be somebody's study guide. It could be, it could be their yeah. survival guide. That's right. Perfect. So thank you so much. Perfect. So what we're going to do now is we're going to have Miss Cece perform her latest song, First Love, for us. <laughs>
Thank you.